Hello and welcome to the 1160 of a second photography podcast. In this episode, I give my thoughts and a review of the Insta360 Go. Now, the Insta360 Go is a tiny, tiny camera. I've recently got my hands on one and the reason I bought one is not for its video quality, it's not for its photo quality, it's simply just to help me do YouTube videos. One of the problems I have when recording YouTube videos is it, it's only me. I don't have anyone who comes with me and I don't have anyone to film me and I like to travel light and I don't want to be setting up a tripod, putting an expensive camera on a tripod, then doing my thing because anyone could come along and knock my tripod over, steal my camera, fiddle with stuff. It's not a good thing to do. So any recording of my actions and what I'm doing when I'm doing something requires me to use a GoPro. I've experimented with using a GoPro and by far the best way to record what I'm doing with a GoPro is to stick a GoPro in my mouth. And I do that via a bite mount. So I've got a mount that goes on the GoPro and it just has bars that I put in my mouth and I clamp down on it with my teeth. Not only is it fairly uncomfortable and fairly difficult to maintain doing this because dribble starts to come out of my mouth and I've got to clamp down hard in my teeth. It's not sustainable for an all day thing, but also I, I look ridiculous, I look stupid. I went to a, an event with, with my children and there was someone there, he had a GoPro strapped to his head, he just looked like an idiot and everyone looked at him. I, I want to avoid that sort of thing when I'm recording my YouTube videos. I want to be inconspicuous, I want to be discreet, I don't want to be lugging tripods around, having GoPros coming out of my head or stuck out of my mouth. So when the Insta360 Go was announced, I thought, yes, that's for me. It was quite difficult to get hold of and I put in a pre-order and the pre-order never materialised and in the end I cancelled it and I, I just bought my own one. What is amazing about the Insta360 is it's small but it's very attachable. So you put this pendant sort of in your shirt and then you can magnetically attach the Insta360 to your clothes. It's fantastic. So my aim in buying it was to have something stuck on my clothes I could tap it once to record and I could record what I'm doing hands-free and I get a point of view from myself. Now with the Insta360 you also get other mounts, you get sticky mounts that you can stick to somewhere but what's really good is they're reusable and you get a sort of tripod mount. So you can basically stick it anywhere, you can put it in your hats, you can attach it to your backpack, you can stick it on the wall, you can stick it on a piece of metal should the metal be magnetic. It's great for that. And it's small. I found I go out with it quite a lot. And I put it in my pocket quite a lot. The other big selling point of the Insta360 Go is that it has stabilised footage. I'm going to say it's not very good for photos. But we all knew that was the case. And I'm going to talk about it primarily from a video or content creation point of view. So photos, it's just a wide angle photo that's a JPEG that does auto exposure. It's not that good. You know, a GoPro gives a better photo. Your camera on your phone gives a better photo and any camera probably gives a better photo than the Insta360 Go. For video and content creation, it's very good. It does have some downsides though. It's not very good quality. So it shoots in 1080, 25 frames per second. It actually shoots at 2.7K, but when you export that, you get a 1080 output. And the reason you get a smaller output is because the stabilization essentially crops in. So you can have vertical, square, or 16 by nine exports, and they're exported with something called flow stabilization. Now that seems to work really well, but the quality isn't very good even at 1080. People say it's suitable for phones, and I would agree. It's not terrible, but it's not great. It's not as good as 1080 from a Canon DSLR. It's not as good as 1080 from your phone. Now I do use my phone in content, creation and capturing video but even with a phone 
it's still a bit of a hassle. I've got to put it on a gimbal. If I stand still with the gimbal, it weirdly moves about and it's not that good. Despite getting better quality and higher bitrate footage from it, it's not convenient. I can't stick it on me. I'll probably miss something. If I want to capture something quickly with my phone, I've got to get it out. I've got to unlock it with my finger. I've got to get the camera app up. I've got to press the button. Well, the moment's gone then for most things. So it's not very good. Insta360 go, press a button, it captures. I won't miss anything. So I've talked about the mounts you get, which allow you to stick it anywhere. You get a case, you charge the case, the case charges the device. The actual camera fits into the case magnetically and charges, and then you plug it into your phone or your iPad via lightning port, and you get about 6.6 gigabytes of space um, to record stuff. You don't get oodles of space, you don't get oodles of battery, life but it's pretty easy to recharge and it's pretty easy to clear your content off so it's very simple you press it once and it records and it records for certain lengths of time 15 seconds 30 seconds or a minute now initially i went and set it in the app to record for a minute but i'm finding a minute's too long i've already captured what i want very early on in that minute and then it's just sort of wasted footage so i'm probably going to put it back to 30 seconds 15 seconds feels too short and one minute feels too long i always export my footage in 16 by 9 1080 but you can only record in 25 frames per second can't change it to 30 or do 50 or 60 even if you're in a different region it's 25 frames per second now that's fine for me because i'm in the uk and we're a power region so 25 frames per second is fine it does mean if i'm mixing it with other footage i've just got to be careful so we talked about using my phone i'm likely to use my footage from my phone alongside footage from my insta360 go i just have to record it using a different app not the native video app at 25 frames per second i could maybe get away with 24 i'm not sure it matters too much the app's quite good you can pull your footage together and you can put it into a little story and you can have music and transitions and that works very well the trimming isn't brilliant so it does mean you sort of fiddle about with sort of a not very good video trimmer you can split the clips but it's a bit of a hassle and you can shorten the clips but it's not great but that's why i'm not sort of looking for minutes of footage the audio is very good the audio it records is very good it's got a microphone at the top and and it just records very good audio and i think if it wasn't for the, the one minute recording time you could effectively use it as a lavalier mic you can strap it to your clothes and you could use it as a lavalier mic it does an excellent job at picking up just you and sort of getting rid of all the other background noise that's around you so like i said the footage is stabilized but the footage does look quite flat it's not footage that pops out at you it's very flat footage there's nothing quite like it. It's like recording 1080 on a 30 pound compact camera. Virtually every camera that records video will surpass it. And it's not terrible, but if I look at things on YouTube, I think that was done on Insta360 Go, because I can tell. Whereas if I look at things that are done on the Insta360 ONE X, that's a 360 camera. I look at that and I, I can't tell if it's sort of presented in a linear way. But yeah, you can definitely tell with the Insta360 Go that it was recorded on the Insta360 Go. So is it good or is it a novelty? Well, in fact, it's both. It is a novelty and it's not for everyone. And you could even say it's a toy. No professional is going to use it. YouTubers may or may not use it. For those YouTube channels that have beautiful cinematic video, you wouldn't use it. For going rock climbing or skiing or going underwater, you wouldn't use it. You'd use a GoPro. And when we see action footage 
on things like YouTube or on telly or footage of someone driving around a racetrack. We're so used to seeing that GoPro footage that we don't think twice about it. It wouldn't be used in that scenario. What it's great for is capturing what you're doing hands-free or just having a camera on you where you can very quickly get a capture really. So you just touch it and you get it. So it's ideal for families. And I've made several little family movies out of it just by combining lots of clips. So it's great for when we go out. It's great for if we have a day out as a family. It's great. I just put my necklace on or my pendant or whatever you call it, strap it on myself and I've got a camera there. I don't have to get my phone out all the time. It's really discreet. I just touch to capture. It's great from that point of view. I will be using it and I have been using it on my YouTube stuff, but not for long shots. It's just to give a context of what I'm doing. And really, that's what I bought it for and that's what I'm using it for. Just to give a context of what I'm doing. Just so you can see how I set something up or how I'm doing something before you see the result. If you see the result, it's a bit meaningless unless you know the context that that result was achieved in. So that's what I'll be using it for. I will not be using it for photo. It's terrible for photo. I might be using it for hyperlapse. It has a hyperlapse setting and it also has a setting where it will record throughout the day every X amount of time or at every set interval which you set in the app and it will record for one minute 30 seconds or 15 seconds so it would be great if I went on a hike I do worry about the battery life though it is water resistant and it is fairly rugged it's so small I dropped it when I was using it and it's fine there's no scratches on it it's a fairly tough little camera so yeah I would say while it has its uses it it, it is a novelty and the novelty factor is it's small and sticks anywhere. Whether you get one or not is entirely up to you. I think most people initially would think, oh, this is good. But, but perhaps the novelty would wear off with people and it would just gather dust in a cupboard somewhere. For me, it's always something I'm going to use. And, and speaking of what I use, I think if I'm going out doing photography, there is every chance that I will be able to make a YouTube video out of it. So if I go out to do photography, I always take with me some microphones, either a camera that records very good video or a gimbal for my smartphone. But really, I could probably just take the Insta360 Go and that would be enough. So it records good audio. I don't need additional microphones for it. I couldn't even if I wanted to, I can plug it in and I don't need the gimbal. So I think on those off chances that I'm going out doing some photography and I think oh, maybe I'll be able to get some get a YouTube video out of this. It's something I can just put in my back pocket and it's and that's that. And for me, that's great. Not having to worry about kit and having to stop and set up a gimbal and plug a microphone in and load up a different app and then turn off my Wi-Fi and then turn, put on do not disturb and then put it in airplane mode and then check the audio levels you can see by that point the moment has gone or I've missed what I wanted to capture so that's the real use case for me do let me know what you think and it's coming up to Christmas so hopefully I'll get another episode done before Christmas but if I don't do have a nice Christmas I probably will be having a little rest over Christmas myself but I hope to get some new episodes out in the new year have a happy Christmas and have a wonderful new year and keep snapping over the Christmas period. Thank you. Goodbye.